You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Hey, I'm Emily Flowers with uh, the Divorce Lending Association. I'm a certified divorce lending professional or CDLP. And this is part of our divorce literacy series. And today I'm here with Peyton Gillis with the tax game plan. So I'm very excited for him to introduce himself and tell us what he does because we're going to get rolling into how this pertains to what we've been specializing in so far. So Peyton... Welcome. I'm so glad to have you. It has been a joy to get to know you. So tell us, tell us who you are and and tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yes, thank you. No, I'm excited. I enjoyed getting to know you as well and excited to be able to do this. So it's a very cool project that I can be a part of. Um, So I'm a CPA and a certified tax planner. And what we do, um, we are a tax planning CPA firm. Uh, Primarily, we are working with business owners, real estate investors, other high earner W-2s sometimes find us, anyone that wants that cons- consultative approach to their taxes and accounting work um, is who is a good fit for us. Uh, but really, we're looking at it. Um, we're, we're taking clients and we're looking at them um, from a tax planning standpoint. So while we will do their tax prep and their compliance and bookkeeping and any of those other needs that they have, we're really more concerned with are, is their tax expense as low as it can be? Is it optimized now and in the future? Um, are they educated? Do they know what they need to do to do that? Or, and can they have the documentation in place that they need to do that? Um, and so that's who we really specialize in working with and um, who I've been building our firm to, to help and to assist. That is awesome. Yeah, I know when we first spoke, you were like, okay, yeah, I'm a CPA. But what I really do is kind of this business planning with your taxes. And I do all this really cool stuff. And um, you you just have a really cool approach in in how you do those things and how thorough you know you are with it. And it, I just I really enjoyed hearing about it. So when it comes to our divorcing clients, tell me um, what role uh, you play with that business tax um, aspect of it, please. Yes. Um, and w- so we can do the business and the personal, but really the main things, um, you know, in any divorcing couple, they're usually going to start with the attorney. And I would say the primary thing to know and to gain at, from a financial standpoint is at least gauge your attorney or any attorney that you might be speaking with, gauge what their knowledge is of um, financials and CPA and taxes. Um, and the reason being, they don't have to know it. Um, but at least know what they're going to do and what the scope that they're going to do is. And when they're going to tell you, you might want to speak with a CPA on this, or you may want to consider this um, because I've seen it both ways. I've seen it where the the attorneys are CPAs or have a strong financial background and they can advise on it. I've seen it where the attorneys know that um, they know when to tell them to go see a CPA or, or a tax professional or an accountant. The same as we do for legal standpoint, where we're like, hey, we don't advise on legal, but talk with an attorney about this. Um, Either one of those two is great. But I've also seen the third case where a 
a divorcing couple goes in, they take all their stuff, they go to court, um, everything gets settled. And then we see it. And I'm like, well, this wasn't set up the estate. You know, if we take into effect taxes on how the estate was split or your new life, um, you got hit really bad on the tax impact. And I've spoken with the attorneys. They're like, oh, we didn't even consider that. Um, we didn't even think of that. So that would be the main thing I would say is when you're at that first point where you're talking with the attorney, no, you know, are they going to look into the bank accounts and statements and dig into it if you want them to? Or is that something they're going to need an accountant or someone to do? Um, no, when they split up the estate and things like that, are they going to look into the tax impacts of, you know, a house sale or a 401k split, things like that? Um, and that's kind of where we can come in at. And then, you know, more complex situations where there's business owners, real estate investments and holdings and stuff like that, then we can really serve the client well as far as getting in the nitty gritty of that stuff and, and how to break that up. Well, and I 1000% I agree, even from my end too, right? So we don't give legal or tax advice or even, you know, the other scope of the financial advice, only mortgage advice, right? As a, as a CDLP. And we find also that when people don't consult us from the beginning, because, you know, the tax planning is part of the, you know, not the necessarily the ancillary divorce team. It's really part of the, the core divorce team. And especially if you have a business, if you yeah. have a business, you better be consulting a, you know, a tax professional, um, which is why we wanted to highlight you in the first place. But I've seen divorce decrees written and no one knows the mortgage guidelines. Yes, uh, none of you. And I, I don't I know tax law yeah. and all those things. And so it gets written and I'm like, you don't qualify. So now, yeah. now what do we do? We can't do what was in the divorce settlement agreement. So um, I agree with everything that you've just said. And, and I would hope that um, people are definitely on high alert when it comes to bringing in a financial professional a tax professional, um, along with your attorney or mediator and, you know, a mortgage professional. Yes. So um, tell me, give me insight on, you know, what what you're going to, what your process is or, or what you're going to be um, looking for or at. Yeah. Or give me something, a little tidbit to educate me. Yes, definitely. So, I mean, it's a little different if we're starting with a divorce versus just an, a standard client, but I'll go through our a process within a divorce because I think that's what will be most pertinent to this conversation. So, you. Um, you know, there's kind of probably going to be three things you're looking at total. The first case is when things start. Um, and I can use kind of a specific example of we had, we had some friends and the wife, you know, is the one who I told her from the time I said, just send me anything financially if you want me to look over it. And so from the start, you you know, you give all your financials and bank statements and everything to the attorneys and to the court and you turn everything in. Um, at that point, um, it would be a good idea to know what the attorneys are going to be looking through because nine times out of 10, they're just going to go off the sheet that you've written everything out on and they're going to go by that. They're not going to be digging through your bank statements and all that stuff. So if you want someone to do that, you need to tell them, hey, we need you to do this you know, in the circumstance that I'm, she had believed that the husband was withdrawing the max that he could from the ATMs, you know, every week or however often he could do it. Um, and she assumed that the attorneys would go through and look at that and figure it out. I'm like, they, you know, I know they're not just going to pick up stuff and start looking at it and run up an hourly bill for you, just the same as any CPA would. And so, um, so that didn't happen. And then um, that would be kind of the first point is to make sure 
you know, all the numbers that you put there for your vehicles, your loans and everything like that, that, you know, if you have any questions on that at all, especially if you're maybe the spouse in the couple that isn't the one with the financial background or that has handled the financials, um, it definitely makes sense there to start with us. The second point would be in the split of the estate. Um, and, and again, that kind of goes in line with that. But when the, you know, when the court starts to split up the estate, as far as you get this debt and you get this house and you get this um, 401k and you get this business ownership and you get this, you know, then it would probably be a good point to have us or CPA review that. Um, make sure, you know, so if one spouse gets the home and the other gets the traditional 401k, well, there's a tax hit on that traditional 401k at some point. Um, and if the home sale, you know, may or may not have a tax hit, it, it likely falls under an exempt status. So um, that would need to be taken into account or at least brought up in the court. So, you know, it could pull some leverage one way or the other. Um, but those are a couple of things I've seen. And then at the end of the day, you know, you've got a whole new life, right? You've got a whole new financial life. Now, um, I would advise if you were not the one working closely with the financial team, you need a whole new team of financial experts, even if you trusted and liked them. Um, it just makes most sense to split things up at that point. Um, so at that point, I would definitely seek out. I mean, if I've had a couple instances where very, very cordial cases and they were both able to stay and we set up a conflict of interest letter and things like that. But the majority of the time, it would make sense to get your own new, fresh financial advisor, tax accountant, tax planner, um, and a whole financial team like that. So those are kind of the three times I would say we look at it before, during, and after as we look at tax planning and the new your new financial life overall. Yeah, and and I tend to agree with you. I I will say um, the the only difference between that on my end is I actually want to work with both of them because it's one set of paperwork. Yeah, and then I control control the process for both, and I have confidentiality just like everybody else, and so I make sure you know one doesn't know about the other. But we're only you know yeah. trying to do this one time with this paperwork, yeah. um, and so I. But I do agree with you when you're you know, especially after, like, it's time for you to find your own friends, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> your yeah. own people that you work with and all of that. And, um, you know, and we definitely sit down and look at, you know, our own set of financials and things like that as well, and can run a lot of those numbers for people for them to take into their accountant, their financial planner, yes. and their attorney, which really takes a lot of work off, you know, people's plate. Um, and then, you know, especially when we can't really charge for that because marriage is a protected class. So it works out. And, and so I can't wait, uh, you know, every single divorcing client who definitely, you know, owns and runs a business is, you know, oh my gosh, you have to talk to Peyton Gillis because you need to understand the implications of what's going on. And we definitely um, bring to light some of those, like the 401k versus the equity in the home and the this and the that, you know, hey, you, you're going to need to talk to somebody about this because it may not come out even, um, yes. things like that. So I I do love how there's so much crossover and there's all these puzzle pieces that, that we just need to come together. We need to make them fit yeah. tightly. And I think that as a team, we can definitely do that. So I appreciate you so much. And thank you for spending so much time with me. Um, I know that you have been so busy. How would somebody get a hold of you if uh, they wanted to do that? 
Yeah, um, I mean, the easiest method is they can go to tgpfirm.com, so taxgameplanfirm.com. Um, there's a contact us out there as well, but they can also get me personally at pgillis at tgpfirm.com, or they can reach out at 636-399-5998. Um, any of those ways, they'll get us. We'll, we do intro calls. We do a lot of either like an initial discovery meeting with you or in person or a call, depending on the in-depth of what you have. And at the end of that meeting, you can decide to work with us or not. And if not, um, if it doesn't make sense after that caller meeting, you can walk away. We don't we don't bill hourly or anything like that. We have a little bit of a different method there. So um, you're, you can get as much info as you need um, to gauge if it makes sense to work with us and if we'd be the right fit for you and you'd be the right fit for us. And if so, you can work with us. And if not, you can take it and, and find the professional that you want to work with. Well, I, I can't imagine that they wouldn't want to. You have been just a, a wealth of knowledge and so energetic about what you do and enthusiastic about what you do. It, it's, um, it, it's, it's, I'm drawn to that. I, I love that. Um, any, any final thoughts or words, anything that you would tell them like, okay, hey, if you're going to do anything, this is what I would do. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is just don't, don't wait to start learning and, and getting your team in order. I think that's the biggest thing I do. And and again, it all goes back. The, the worst cases I see are when their spouses and one knows the financial situation is on top of stuff and the other one's been the one who's kind of sat back and not done it. When you're going through a divorce, now's the time to like, you know, put your pants on and you're, you've got now you're, you know, whether you know financials or not, you need to find someone that does, whether you know lending or not. If you, you know, potentially want to keep your house or want to get your next house, you need to reach out to someone that knows what you need to do and how things need to be set up. Um, so it's, it's you know, it's time, what you know, on whichever end you are, you need to start to get things in order and at least have a plan, you know, overall tax, financial and legal plan. Um, or you will, because again, those are the situations where I see financially that, you know, at the end of the day, the person gets, um, you know, the bad end of the deal and and do it as early as possible because the time to do it is, you know, the six months, the year when you start everything going, not after you go to that preliminary court date and everything. And then, you know, at that point, I've had people come back to me and the legal fees to go back don't make sense. So, you know, we can figure out, hey, you you could say I have got this much more and the attorney will tell them, well, by the time we go back and fight this, the, the legal fees aren't going to make sense to do it. So, um, be as proactive as possible is what I would say in it and, and start to get things in order as early as you can. That is great advice. I, you know, the first time you're finding out about divorce is usually not when you're calling your attorney. Yeah. yeah. You've known about it for a hot minute and it's time to get a game plan in order. Right, let's, right, yeah, overall. Let's start with our tax game plan yeah, yeah. and our you know financial game plan, whether it's mortgage or not, but yeah, I, I agree. So thanks again. I, it's always a pleasure to talk to you um, and to you know see you on social media, you and your cute family. So yeah, um, thanks. give them a call. We'll co include his, uh, his contact information and all of that in the show notes. Um, and so again, um, thanks and have a great one. I would call him for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Emily. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.